Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Brilliant. I hope that you're all well. Today is a TV review. I have done loads of movie reviews quite recently, but now TV shows are slowly getting to their conclusions. Some season ones, but others uh, season two, three and four. But we're back with another TV show review. I'm really looking forward to me doing this because it's a show that I was a big, big fan of from minute one. And that is Superman and Lois. There's the new Arrowverse show. Tyler Hoechlin reprising his role as the Man of Steel from the Supergirl. Obviously series that was uh, released in 2015. Of course, that's continued going for the uh, six seasons, of course. But this one is completely new and obviously partners up Lois Lane. Has a play, that's played by Elizabeth Tullock. Now, obviously, she has uh, already been seen in certain crossovers in the Arrowverse. But this is something completely new, completely different, and that's exactly why I'm doing this review today. Uh, really 16 episodes from February to now. So this is exactly going... The, what's going to happen I am just going to basically be giving you my good and bad points about the show just having a general chat and also my hopes for season number 2 as that has already been announced obviously going into this show it's another Arrowverse show and I, and I was incredibly strategic about when this project was announced because at the same time I was watching the Batwoman show which of course is still part of this universe and stuff like that they would trying to get Bruce Wayne and Batman in there. They didn't, they did the dead check out my season 2 review if you haven't already on the channel. So when I was going into the show, I, I, I felt like that the Arrowverse were running out of ideas. What they've done so so well is that they've brought these new characters onto the screen before from DC and they've not been focusing on your big three, which is Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman. And they've had great, great success with that. And, you know, they're giving these lesser-known characters the opportunity on, on a smaller screen to get what they want. And then I think with the Superman and Lois show, and then obviously the Batman thing, that was my main, that was my whole opinion on it, was that they were relying on your top two heroes to basically get you out of the mud. And I think that's exactly how I felt that. But when I saw the trailers, when I saw all of the interviews saying it's very very different and that first episode being released I loved it I absolutely loved it and I think this show truly represents the golden ages of the hero through the stories this overarching plot that's over the 16 episodes and the characters it focuses on and it's fantastic to see this hero who's been reinvented so many times and, and, and portrayed in so many different ways over the years with different filmmakers and ideas it's so nice to see a, sh a show centred around Superman it feels refreshed and it sort of reminds me in a very very similar way how Christopher Nolan did Batman you were watching Batman and you were thinking here we go another Batman movie and another different but it was so so different it was so unique and that's exactly how I feel about this one it represents this hero who's the, the symbol of hope puts him in an environment where he has to be hopeful you know not even for the world but also for his family and I think it was a really interesting story and also an interesting way of looking at this hero bringing in you know, people that you know had, supplies a more emotional side of, of, of Superman and you see the characters it focuses on what it does really well is that it, it keeps them 
you know, characters, you know, obviously some that we know and, and some that we've heard of. But bringing in these characters really reflects the world it's trying to build. And, you know, these here, you know, these are just standard people from his childhood and, and you know, his kids obviously build relationships with, you know, the people in Smallville and, and, and stuff like that. And I think I was a massive fan of them going back to Smallville because I think that is a much more grounded place for them to obviously focus on the story. Yes, they went back to Metropolis a couple of times and I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of. I felt like that was very forced and, and it didn't really need to be there. I just think it was you know that you know you know constant yay you know the story is in Metropolis. It, it it didn't feel right. It was too jumpy from Smallville and Metropolis and stuff like that. And and that's exactly how I felt. I just didn't feel like it needed to happen. But you know, it's a small thing. You know, it's not the worst thing in in, in the world to sort of see him in, in in Metropolis. But I just felt like it was a little bit forced. Anyway, back to obviously the positives because it is a great show. The superhero relevance are clear in this. There's no way that they've gone in and done something completely original and put in a hero. And I don't think they were. I don't think they could could have done that. My biggest criticism with Batwoman season one is that if you took Batwoman out of it, in terms of the superhero, it was not going to be any different. All it would be it would, it would change the genres. It felt like a family drama to me. It, it didn't massively focus on the superhero elements we've seen over the past 10, 15 years. And that was my biggest, biggest criticism from Batwoman season one, and so and so when this one came in, the super elements are clear. It had to be, but I think the the relatable plot points and the character development that they go through, this was really really unique to the Arrowverse. If you look back at their previous work, you've got larger than life individuals, people who, you know, are so distant away from real life and real life stories and stuff like that, but. You know, it touches on mental health involving, you know, kids and, you know, obviously building relationships up, moving to a different town and, you know, adapting to a new school and, and stuff like that and popularity and relationships and stuff like that. You know, kids going through stuff with parents and that was so clear and the superhero elements that I was, you know, seeing massively took a backseat it took a backseat and these points that were being made were constant they were constant throughout all the you know episodes it was a massive massive part of uh, jordan's journey which i was a massive fan of him and i'm really and i'm going to keep a close eye on that guy and the act and the young actor's career because i think he's got you know great going for him especially his character rather than the other um you know so he played jordan you know, Jonathan was there, he was nice, he played his massive part, but Jordan was a really, you know, intriguing character going through them issues, and he he was portrayed very, very nicely, and, you know, massively relatable to kids, and who, who's the target audience, and myself, you know, I'm not focused on this, this is not the part of the review, but I've gone through a, a lot of stuff in my life with mental health, and, you know, having friends, you know, ha with mental health, and stuff like that, that are struggling, there's some people that, uh, you know, you guys have obviously heard their voices on this podcast. You know, they go through that. So it was really nice to see that being represented in in, in, a, in a shared universe and, and, and a superhero show, which is massively sci-fi and fantasy. I think 
let's move on to the negatives because it, there are clear negatives it's not this groundbreaking show which you know it was unbelievable it definitely did have its its flaws i think the villain was I, i'm a big fan of keeping fans wait keeping fans anticipation it was too long for me i think 16 episodes is a good number but you've got to have a villain established in the four in you know episode four or five and it didn't it really really dragged on and i think it wasn't needed um and i thought that what was really really frustrating is when you know every time the army was coming into uh, smallville and stuff like that they kept going with that for a while and that that wasn't the what i wanted to see the focus on um it was sort of very very frustrating to see you know certain stories being dragged out when they just don't need to be if you look at Arrow and the Flash, and, and I'm obviously going to make comparisons to them, they're in the same universe and, and ran by similar, very, very similar people. 23 episodes is a lot. You can get away with announcing a villain in the 7th or 8th episode because you've got 15 long episodes to establish up. With this one, it, it just didn't feel like it. It was 10 or 11 episodes, and then you got 5 episodes to know every single thing about this villain that you need to know before the finale. And, and I think that was a big thing. I think I'm not saying all the more episodes i just think establish a villain quicker you know make meaningful storylines feel like they're not just throw away for a couple of episodes and then left and i think that's the major thing for you know certain tv shows is that yeah you're gonna have some episodes which are unbelievable that's why i do my ranking of the episodes because there's some episodes which after you watch them you feel like oh my god you know i've waited a week for this you know and it's incredible but the episode that i you know, there's certain episodes which is very story based, you know, evaluates the story. I get that, I understand that. I think it's needed in, in terms of, you know, the continuity of the show. But then there's some episodes which you really go out with disappointed and you feel like, really? You know, you feel almost the opposite. So, you know, I'm not saying make every episode a, a strong episode. I'm just, I, I want to see that villain established very, very early on in the superhero show to let it have their full arc, not rush anything. And, you know, fill it all in nah, moving forward moving forward i think they've, they've got to carry on using these stories they've got to carry on using these stories that not a lot of people have covered on yet make this version of clark kent a completely and utterly original one because for me personally and i'm speaking on just on behalf of myself i always say share your opinions guys what do you think about the show and people might not like that people might want more you know, well-known stories, but I, that again, that's just their opinion. I respect it, and I want to know these stories that I'm not really familiar with, I've not seen on screen before, and they've got the setting, they've got the characters, and they've definitely got the uh, opportunity to keep running with that. Make these heroes, you know, fantastically meaningful. Yes, they're gonna introduce some. You know, new characters, I understand that. Obviously, going to have a new villain, which I think is going to be really, really cool to see who we've got uh, there. Because you're never going to see, for me personally, you're never going to see Zod or Lex Luthor in Smallville. I just don't think it works. Lex Luthor's obviously we've seen in Supergirl. Zod, I think, will be an intriguing one to see what they do, especially with Smallville. But if you're going to bring these characters in, um, you know, they're a little bit more unknown. I think that will be really, really cool to see. Supergirl maybe coming in, you know, that definitely carrying the Supergirl, you know, story and stuff like that. We'll have to see how season six ends in terms of that show and, and the direction they take that character now. 
Um, but you know, I, I, I wouldn't say no to uh, you know a Supergirl, you know crossover. I mean, you got to look at when season two comes out and with the coronavirus pandemic, you know, sort of slowing down. Hopefully, fingers crossed, you know that they do have the opportunities for crossovers. So I think there's massive potential for this show. I don't personally think that people are going to be disappointed that it's you know it's a season two. They're looking forward now to see what they've done it because they've they've done an incredible job in season one. They've really established character this character, and I'm really intrigued to see where he goes next. So that's it for the review of season one of Superman and Lois. Let me know what you think about the show via my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Favourite and follow so you never miss any of our incredible uploads. We don't just do reviews here, we do top tens, rankings, trailer breakdowns, and of course, the Smuttigus Showdown, which will be back very, very soon for you guys to enjoy some top, top trivia competitors. Let me know as well what kind of videos this is designed for you guys and, and I definitely want to keep making podcasts that you love to listen to. I don't know what the next podcast will be about, but that was something that you love to see in a bit.